Log Talk Radio. Welcome to the Hypersloth Happy Hour with your hosts, Zigzag and Rufus, coming to you live from planet Earth, courtesy of Smoke and Hits Records and Global Corp Industries. Now, grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hypersloth Happy Hour. Never before have I turned on you when you look too good to me. To be, I think I cut me in two and I just can't let you be. But it's a free for all and I'm hard to thin. You can bet your life. Stakes are high and so am I. In the air tonight. <laughs> the excitement in that in that voice that I've just generated there. No, people aren't engaged by excitement, only controversy and things that are offensive. I think you're right about that. I definitely think you're right about that. That's why they're coming out with, like, uh, the black and white burger. It's guaranteed to give you a stomachache. Is that right? I thought they, they separated the black part into its own container or something. No, that would be the white part. They actually like to put it on top of the black part. Oh, the black part subservient. It's all ridiculous. We're all in the same mixed up, fucked up situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Wow, we're sitting at what it is early with the politics and. Well, you know what? I didn't really want to. That's why I thought I was like this kind of voice, Rufus, because it's all fun and games. Yeah, no. Let's go with that. Let's go with. I've been way out of touch. I'm purposely kept myself distant. Thank God. Supposed to have a conversation on the status of what's happening in America when you don't even fucking know because you're wrapped up in your own little cocoon of craziness. That's where I would prefer to be. It won't be a conversation. It'll be a, a learning process. You, the teacher. I, me. Do, I, you know what? I do not want to teach. I want to uh, avoid all that. I'm so sick of the fucking controversy about everything. I mean, it's fucking A. It's like, I bet, you know what? I think all this controversy is started by the people who like, you probably make alcohol and prescription drugs <laughs> marijuana because they're like You're every right. week of listening to whatever's on the fucking news, people are like, I need a fucking drink or I need to escape yeah. all the bullshit. I, I get it. That's why I've tuned it all that. I was like, Jesus Christ, I can't with my own personal shit. I got enough shit to deal with, you know, so I'm, I'm tuning out everything else. So, you know, you've like 10 years younger since you've tuned everything out. You really do. You've really come, you've really come. Rosiness has come back in your cheek. Do that, or you, as usual, you're half crocked. No, I, I'm double crocked because oh, I'm not right. watching the news. Well, when you're triple crocked, I think it turns to pallor. I think that's when <laughs> when your lips turn blue and your pallor changes to a nice yellowish hue. I will well, call one one, but I will not call it on Skype because the first thing Skype told me today was that it's not for calling nine one one. 
Well, thank you a lot, Skype. What if one of us dies on air? I know. It's ridiculous. We why not? Call, why? I wonder what would happen if you tried to call 911 on Skype. I guarantee you someone would fucking answer. Let's find out. Let's get them on the show. Let's not, because what if they <laughs> track down us from our show and, like, start some kind of lawsuit against us, you know, because lawyers obviously are not busy enough with uh, porn stars and payoffs and all that kinds of fucking good shit. They are living the good life. They are living the good Well, they're not, though. My dad was a lawyer, and he's like, you know, I saw him, after I was grown up, right, and I came back to, to where I live now, he was still practicing law. Guys in there one day. And they left or whatever, and he's like, this is the kind of fucking bullshit I've been dealing with for the last <laughs> fucking 40 years. Damn. And he hired like three months later. He's like, I'm fucking done with this bullshit. Wow. And he was mostly a corporate attorney. So, but I mean, it's just as much bullshit as anything else. We're suing them. They're suing us. Everybody's a fucking liar. I, I would think being a corporate attorney is even more stressful. I mean, if you're like an attorney that's like, fighting for the little man and getting some guy off a crime charge he didn't commit, that's one thing. But if you're just mixed up and, like, this mega-rich corporation is mad at this mega-rich corporation, that's got to get depressing. And oh, it is. And it's endless. It's an endless fucking parade of filing paperwork. Mm. It's like, okay, now they did this. Now we do a 10 pro say. It's like a fucking dance of ridiculousness because the whole fucking thing is mapped out for like two years before you even get to like the meat of the case. You know what I mean? It's all just total ridiculous. Look at you. Did you put some light on yourself there? It looks like you shed a little light on the subject. Do what? No, I was opening up my uh, my notepad because I keep oh. notes during the show and it wasn't open yet. I was going to say one thing when you did that. Leave the lights on, Rufus, because it's about to get dark in here. Uh-oh, dark. Why? Do what happened on your ghosts? vacation? Do you believe in ghosts, just out of curiosity? I've had a paranormal paranormal experience really because i've been lately like i'll get in a fucking weird situation and, and i was down at the beach and the moon's shining and i'm walking on the beach all by myself and you know where it is curie beach north carolina is like right where that fort fisher is you did you go to mm-hmm. fort fisher remember that civil war battle happened and i'm standing there in the middle of this fucking place where thousands of fucking people died right sure. and i smoked a joint and i'm down there and it's fucking eerie and the fucking moon oh. shining oh. you know what i mean and i'm like oh and I'm like, fucking reveal yourselves. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, come on, fucking ghost, reveal yourselves. No, what happened? Nothing. At that, They're at smart. That I'm like, no fucking ghost. There is ghost. no ghost. It's going to be there at the fucking Civil War thing. Some guy drinking from a bottle of bourbon, getting his leg fucking sawed off, or some guy getting shot with a musket ball and bleeding out over fucking two weeks or something fucking crazy. Nothing. I got nothing. Damn. Hey, my great, 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 a bunch of greats, my great-grandpa was in the Civil War. His name was One-Armed John. I've always known him as One-Armed John. We have a picture of him, a painting of him with one arm and his dog, Beaver, right? Uh-huh. And he got, his arm, he got his arm shot off in an ambush. Well, he got it shot so bad they had to saw it off. And that's all I ever knew of the guy. And then one day back in, like, 2007, I was like, wow, this Internet thing's pretty cool. And I started digging around, and I found – his enlistment records, like when he fucking signed up. And we always thought he signed up with his brother, but turned out I found out his dad lied about his age so he could go in with his son to keep an eye on him. And he got shot in the arm so bad they had to saw it off. And I found the the like the, uh, the medical notes about it where they were just like, yeah, we threw it in the river, his arm, 
or whatever, and then he was discharged. But uh, never seen his ghost. What a bummer. And you know what? I feel like that's a lie because I think you were shy one great. I think that you were one generation really of a great. So nice try, Rufus. Nice it, try. Hey, it's hard to keep up with greats. It really is. I mean, what? first of all, a great is two generations. Well, not really a generation, is it? I'm not even sure what a fucking generation is. Didn't we discuss this before? I don't even know what, like, first, second, third cousins are. I can't identify that shit. I don't know. That's math. Yeah, you know what? That's a good point. Like, a second cousin is, like, a cousin of a cousin or a cousin of an uncle. What the fuck? Someone call in and tell us what that means. 646-668-8826. What do you call a a cousin? What do you call a cousin by marriage? Because we have a cousin. He's rich. Hideout, I've mentioned before, but he's not a blood cousin. He married into the family. Is that a cousin in law? Is that even a, I, I a guess cousin? it would be. I think really, I think it's just a cousin now because he's married into the family by your aunt or I guess your cousin. So legally, I guess he would be your cousin. And but unfortunately, he'll probably won't leave you any money because oh. you guys aren't blood related. So you yeah. kind of, you know, suck up to him anyways. You never know. Oh, I do. I mean, he might give me some money while he's alive. Even better. Especially if he gets dementia or something. <laughs> there you go. See if you can get some of that dementia powder and put it in his food. <laughs> dementia powder. And that DMT. And that uh, they call that. Actually, I think that's the anti-dementia powder. I think yeah, that's powder. true. Antidepressants and shit like that, aren't they? Uh, I'm drinking. It's finally coming that. out that all that kind of shit is causing dementia in people because people have been on it long enough now that they can see that it builds up plaque in your fucking brain and shit. Like it's no good. It's not. It's not. And you know what? It's tough to reach. I've noticed it's really but, tough to reach with your toothbrush. I can't. There's like this one spot. I just can't get the brain plaque out. No matter how no, no matter how hard I floss or brush. I, 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 yeah, I, I floss my brain. I use one of those picks, you know, that you see people use in their mouth. You know what? I have one of those. I bought one of those at the fucking at the drugstore. Believe it or not, you can buy like a whole dental kit at the fucking drugstore. I have no need to go to the fucking dentist. I fucking no. pick between my teeth clean as a motherfucker. <laughs> well, shit. I, I haven't gone to the doctor since the CVS opened near me. <laughs> what, what do you mean since the CVS opened near you? What does that have to do with going to the doctor? It's a drugstore. Oh, you meant like Dr. CBS is where you go. Yeah, you know. They have... Dr. Google followed up with your pharmacist, Mr. or pharmacist CBS. Yes, that's right. Good plan. Well, you do not, do you need to follow up with your heart doctor? Uh, I don't have a heart doctor now because we moved and I just haven't gone to the heart doctor. My heart's feeling pretty good, though. Is it? Nice to hear. Yeah. Nice to hear. It's, it's, Pump it away. I can feel it thumping and thumping that, and thumping. That's how you know it's working super good. It's, it's when strong. You can feel it in your chest. I got a strong heart. It you hurts all the time because it's worn out. You can tell when your heart is happy because it's skipping beats. So if you have like a hard thumping, mm-hmm. skipping beat heart, you're in fucking a good place. There's I no doubt. I skip when I'm happy. I always skip when I'm Why, happy. Why your heart? I don't know. It's like every day I feel like when I'm eating I and I see a pretty girl, I fall in love because my heart misses like 18 beats in a row. Yeah, yeah. The the flutter is when you really know. 
Yeah, exactly. I tell my wife, I'm not sure that we're in love because my heart didn't stop. It starts skipping beats until after we were married for about 10 years. And when, when my when my left hand gets numb, it's like my heart is. Oh, that's a sweet sentiment right we're, there. We're sharing a moment. There should be a card. That should actually, <laughs> You know what? That should be a card that they sell in the gift shop at a hospital. Oh, my not God. Not dying. Your left arm is numb because you're in a good place. Wow. My left arm is numb with happiness. Numb with love. Oh, when's the, I haven't really got a love tingle in a while. It wasn't self, uh, I guess, self-pleasuring doesn't count. No, I, I've even, I'm so stressed out I can't even do that. I'm not even, I don't even turn myself on. Maybe, try try something, try your other arm for a while. It's like a whole other person. I, I pinch off the nerve in the blood vein so it goes dead. dead. Right. Uh, still can't do it. Still not it. Yeah, I woke up one time, uh, thought I was getting a hand job from someone else. Turns out I had just slept on my hand and it was numb. <laughs> but it was doing what it normally does. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all muscle memory. It is. It is. My body it is. knows my body. It's like playing uh, beer is food or something. I don't even have to think about it. Right. It's like, oh, look. It's working. It's happening. Have you ever had that happen to one time when I was a kid? I did fall asleep on my arm just perfectly. So my hand, like I was sleeping on my side, my arm was underneath me, and my hand was totally fucking asleep, Mm -hmm. right? And I woke up, and I see this fucking hand, and I touch it, and I can't feel it, right? And I was like, whose fucking hand is this? And I jump out of fucking bed, and immediately my arm fucking falls to my side. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, damn. My fucking own hand. But then it's that waiting till the fucking tingling starts. You know yeah. what I mean? That fucking crazy burning in a something that fucking fell asleep for a long time. I it's wish just, they would just cut it off. It's, yeah, really? Well, you could probably get that done. I think that's what happened to one-armed John, your great, 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 <laughs> great, great, great uncle, was it? Or grandpa? Uh, cousin-in-law. Cousin-in-law, that's yeah, right. I, Right, right, Which right, makes right, it, right. I think, your uh, second and I do believe is what they call an in-law cousin. It's a half. I think we could legally get married. You you know what? From what I read a while back on like Reddit or somewhere, you can pretty much marry anybody you want. They can't really stop you. <laughs> well, America's a beautiful place. Really, when you get in trouble, is what this is what I saw on the news, is when you start having children together. That crosses the line. Well, I crossed that line about nine years ago, and I agree with that. Well, you no, know, you had children with you had a child with yourself, not with someone that you were married to. Tattooed babies don't count. Oh, I thought you just meant in general having a, a child as well. Oh no, 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 no. A child with someone that you're related to is is somehow considered a no no. Don't they get all inbred and have like one big tooth or something? Beavers only have like one or two big teeth. They seem to do pretty all right. That's true. They're a lot more, really, if you think about it, uh, beavers are probably a lot more humane than humans. Why? Humane should be an awful word. You know what I mean? They're like, that's humane. Well, fucking humans are awful fucking things. So, like, inhumane would be, should be the, the kinder version of humane. They should call it the inhumane shelter or the inhumane society. Yeah, yeah. We should definitely not treat animals like we treat humans. That's for sure. Good point. 
You should put that on your. The, the, you know what? I'm writing a book, dude. I decided I'm writing a book, and it's a back. You know how they have coffee table books? Yes. I'm doing a back of the toilet book. Back of the toilet book. Okay. Right. I didn't Let's have. I was, I was thinking of a couple names, dude. One uh-huh. was flushable thoughts. Okay. Oh, well, so these are thoughts you have while on the toilet. Right. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So, okay. You know, there might be a chapter or two. Flushable thoughts was one. Uh. Thoughts while shitting, although, you know, not very eloquent. It kind of gives you the idea of, of the book. There's no doubt. When, when you see that title in the bookstore, you know. You don't have to guess. Yeah, and, and the last one maybe is a short story, but it's going to be called The Stinker. Mm-hmm. I like The Stinker. Mm-hmm. You on a pose on the toilet, and it will be called – maybe you're holding your nose. Maybe you're just holding your fingers under your nose so you don't smell – the shit smell, but it will be called the stinker. Interesting. Inter- have you already compiled all these thoughts? I, you know, I haven't. I was just start going to start on it. I was just getting started on this book, so I, I'm kind of excited about it. Now, would this really be thoughts that you come up with on the toilet? Like, if you have some brilliant thought driving around, is that excluded? You're like, damn, that's good, but I can't Strictly, use it. Strictly, that's a whole nother book. Is the, the thoughts while driving series? Serious. Okay. There'll be a thoughts in the shower book, right? There'll right. be thoughts, thoughts there. dinner with the family book. That's kind of a murder mystery, by the way. I'm sure. <laughs> so yeah, there's gonna be plenty in this in this uh, realm of books that we're gonna have going here. <laughs> Fucking murder mystery. That was sweet, man. That was a good move. <laughs> so you're like welcome to come up with your own thoughts while shooting, and maybe we can compile our thoughts while shooting together. I will. I'll, I will. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll try to. Things that are taboo are, I can't remember if I ate corn. That's not really considered. I can't remember eating corn is not considered <laughs> thought while shitting. Okay. Um, I shouldn't have had the Mexican. Maybe, maybe a, shot, a, a shitting thought. I'm not sure. We'll just have to, we'll just have to feel it out. What about, wait a minute, this corn doesn't taste like the corn I actually ate yesterday. Okay, that's that's valid because that's kind of more of a food thought than it is a shitting thought. So okay. you know, as long as there's more than one sense involved, I think that the, you, that's uh, that's relative to the book thoughts while shitting. So it's it's not necessarily deep thoughts. It's just thoughts about the shit you're having. No, no, it's also deep thoughts because a couple I had and I thought of that made me think of it was like, when did I start growing hair in my ear? That was one of the thoughts as I was plucking the ear hairs from my ear, you know, things that you do while shitting. Uh, I, I need to cut my toenails, I think, was a, a thought while shitting, you know, stuff like that. We're almost out of toilet paper. That was another one. That's the one I was about to say. Right. Yeah, that happens way too often. And then there was, like, some of the other thoughts I had were, what about global domination in a post-porno uh, Ukraine, stuff like that, you know, you know, thoughts that, that aren't right. Typical thoughts while shitting. You're normal. Typical. Normal yeah. stuff. Did I pay the phone bill? Is there a God? Uh, you know. <laughs> Did I pay the phone bill? Is there a God? All right. Now, what about this book? Is there a God? What are, you, what are your thoughts on God? I don't know. Didn't, didn't someone say, what are your thoughts on God? Isn't that a lyric of some sort? Uh, Cheryl Crow from the 90s, right? I I don't know. I have no idea either. I'm sure it was probably Ted Nugent, because he's a deep-thinking man right there. He, well, he is God, 
So you would think <laughs> that you would know. Dude, you know what? Ted Nugent has so much fucking nerve to come out with all his bullshit because you ever I was I was reading through his discography after we had talked about him on Joe Rogan, right? Yeah. And he has a song called uh fuck, what is it? Something about a teenage girl. Jailbait. Jailbait, yes. Have you ever read the fucking lyrics to Jailbait? No, but I can guess what they're about. Dude, read the fucking lyrics. The guy should be fucking locked up. I can't believe he has nerve to show his face on fucking TV. As and, a conservative. Yeah, and and fucking can, with a straight face, act like he's fucking better than anybody else. Because I'm going to read to you the lyrics from Jailbait. Uh-oh, don't, don't get me hot. Uh, I think you'll probably be disgusted. I mean, I think any fucking normal person would be. All right, you ready for this? This is Terrible Ted, uh, the Motor City Madman, who's the most conservative man in the world and has never had a drink or done a drug in his life, and according to him, has never fucked a fat chick, which I absolutely do not believe. So here we go. Let's have it. Jill by, by Ted Nugent. I wonder if this was probably a shitting thought of his. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. I've got no inhibitions, so keep your keys out of your ignition. I steal a car huh? like I got a curse. I can't resist the old lady's purse. Sounds like a rap. Jailbait, you look so good to me. Jailbait, won't you set me free? Jailbait, you look fine, fine, fine. And I know you've got to have, I've got to have you in a matter of time. Well, I don't care if you're just 13. 13? Yeah, you look too good to be true. I know that you're probably clean. There's just one thing that I've got to do to you. Back to the chorus. Jailbait, you look so good to me. Jailbait, won't you set me free? Jailbait, you look fine, fine, fine. And I know I've got to have you in a matter of time. Sad but true. So tell your mama I'm back in town. She likes us boys when it's time to get down. She's got a craving for the underage. I just might be your mama's brand new rage. Chorus. I'm not going to bore you with the chorus on this one. Honey, you look, you look so nice. She's young. She's tender. Won't you please surrender? She's so fine. She's mine. All the time, I woke my mind. It's all right, baby. It's quite all right. I asked your mama. Wait a minute, officer. Wait a minute, officer. Oh, my God. Don't put those handcuffs on me. What about her? Hey, I'll share her with you. So, I don't know one fucking person who's ever against fucking this cocksucker, Ted Nugent, who does open our show because, unfortunately... He's got a show that has Friday night free for all in the fucking in the uh, uh, the title, but how can this guy show his face on a fucking conservative talk show and just not be railroaded with Hey Ted, why don't we go through the lyrics from your famous song Fucking Thirteen, which sucks by the way. It's an awful song to even listen to. I don't think I've ever heard the song, honestly. You're not missing anything. You know what? Let's get a little taste of 13 right now. Or jailbait right now. What do you think? I, I think that would be that bad. You, you sent me a, a text a, a while ago, and I was busy, and I was like, oh, it's fucking zigzag again. So I didn't read it. <laughs> of course. <laughs> kidding. I know. But, I only pester you with my genius once or twice a fucking hour. Makes me jealous. Makes me hate myself. But whenever you mentioned specifically the age 13, I was like, what the Fuck. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what I thought. I'm like, okay, jailbait, maybe, you know, 
I mean, that one band has that song, she's only 17, but at least that's 17, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that's legal in a couple of states. 13, uh, what's the old saying? 13, I'll get you 10 to 20 or something like that? Yeah, that's what I found out. I mean, that's what I've heard. Well, you got a good lawyer, though. A lot of people that aren't in your, your shoes financially, they actually that's end up true. They got the crime answer time. They got better shoes than me. Let's do a little taste of jailbait by Terrible Ted, the Motor City Rapist. Little taste of jailbait. That was the second song. Sucks already. <laughs> He's wearing no shirt, by the way. This is Tim Live. Makes me want to shoot a bow and arrow. the picture of jail. Yeah, wow. But uh, hard to believe that he had a record deal and uh, Hypersloth did not. I mean, listen to the production values alone. That sounds pretty weak, I must admit. But I guess we need to write more songs about being disgusting pedophile criminals. Yeah, I know. I know. That's Maybe that's what we've been missing. Apparently. That and uh, going on <laughs> workers' rampages about killing animals. That's why we should have got Joe on board. Yeah, he, you know, don't you agree, though, that uh, Terrible Ted has nerve going on TV and playing up this conservative card? But then, I mean, conservatives are pretty fucking disgusting, sick bastards, it turns out. Yeah, a lot of them are. I mean, they're, like, repressed, you know? They're like pastors. They're like priests, you know what I mean? They're, like, on the yeah. outside, like, we're so clean and squeaky. I think the more of that act that you put on, probably the fucking deeper, disgusting That's weirdo true. you are on the inside. Yep. Yep. I'm talking to you, Cook Brothers. By the way, we need some money, Cook Brothers, to start uh, <laughs> another division of our company, if you'd be so kind. Yeah. We're willing to yeah. sell our souls. We call it Jailbait Inc. See, and this is what I knew also, that there was not anything on the other side, like, spiritually. I offered to sell my soul to Crossroads. <laughs> Nothing. No one wants my fucking soul. Crossroads? What's that? Yeah. You never heard of that? The movie, you know, like, like all those, uh, I don't know, what's the movie about? Maybe the movie had something to do with the crossroads. I don't think so. Ralph Macchio is the young guitar player who gets uh, some old blues guy to show him how to play, and he goes up against Satan, who's played by Steve Vai, and they go at it. But I 
thing that has Did nothing to do with what you're talking about. Episode. I think that was sounds like it, doesn't it? It does. But uh, the uh, the crossroads supposedly Robert Johnson. You're familiar with the blues player Robert Johnson, correct? Yeah, that's what that movie's based on. I was just telling you about. Right. It. Well, supposedly he sold his soul to the devil at the crossroads yeah. in his town, right? That's so in that movie. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I went to the crossroads, offered to sell my soul to the devil, like Robert Johnson did. Apparently, someone wanted his soul. No one, no one wanted my soul. Not even. I even offered a rebate on my soul. Nothing. Nothing. Then I offered to pledge my soul. No one even wanted me to pledge my soul. Well, maybe your soul's out of their league. You ever think about that? Maybe they're like. Uh, I like the way you think, Rufus. You're a you're a glass half full guy. I'm a glass half. I'm a sycophant too. So that I'm helps. gonna say you're right. You're right. My maybe they just couldn't put my soul in a category, and they're like, not touching it. That soul. That's a hot one. That's a hot one. Exactly. Thank you, because I was pretty down on myself, dude. I was about to talk to a psychiatrist about no one wanting my soul. No, 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 no. You should be up on yourself. If you go to the crossroads and your soul is not taken. Because your soul is too good. Right on, right Not on. Bad. You know, you know. I've been thinking more about your idea that maybe I am uh, a savant at something, and I just don't know what yet. So, like, yes. I'm trying new things now. I've tried heroin. I'm not apparently not a heroin savant. Thank God. Uh, I've tried uh, a lot of different stuff, dude. I tried climbing a, a like a mediocre building. I couldn't get the first, past the first foot and a half, so I'm not some kind of climbing savant. Uh, I'm, I'm a good pot-smoking savant, but I don't know if I'm savant territory. Have you tried making Maybe you're a good heroin maker. Maybe, yeah. Maybe I've been going about that all wrong. Maybe I am a good heroin maker. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a little poppy seeds and start growing them, see what I can't do. <clears throat> I think sometimes, sometimes, Zigzag... Just between you and me. Sometimes you don't see the forest for the trees. That's how I operate. Take a step back. Think about it. Can I make heroin? And I think you'll see that, yes, you can make some damn fine heroin. I've always been a little picture guy. I figure there's a lot of big picture people out there. So I'm like the little picture. Like even now, watching myself on the screen, here split screen with you, I'm the little picture because I'm the little picture guy. <laughs> you, the big picture, the big picture guy. Why we make such a great team. Well, that's what's crazy is because here you're the big picture and I'm the little picture. It's like a, a balance in the universe. Karma's a son of a bee. Ain't it? Now, do you believe in karma? Is karma a real thing? I don't know. I mean, it, it seems it should be. It should be if it's not because it would be a great I, I would agree thing, you know. But uh, I don't know how to uh, – I, I don't know how to, to detect it. I mean, good things have happened to me, and I'm a good person, but – I don't, I, I I can't, you know, say, okay, well, I did this and this here, so this and this here happened to me. I don't know. I don't know. I think, you know, I was thinking about karma on the toilet the other day. This is one of my shitting thoughts. And uh, I, think, I don't, maybe there's probably not a karma. It's just that good and bad things happen to everybody. I th- think I would agree with you, but I also think that, um, I think karma is not like a mystic thing. It's just a product of, who you are. So if you're the type of person who does good things, then you find yourself in situations that involve other people who will also do good things for you. 
I like that. I like that. That was tough. Yeah. I just kind of wow. made that up. A little uh, couch psychiatry there, couch uh, karma speak. I like it. Toilet psychology. I think also maybe if you're a person who does good things and you're a karmic person, maybe you just see good things and stuff that might be happening and actually create good outcomes for yourself and even negative situations. This is also true. Maybe I that's think they, so. Maybe that's why they say create your own karma. Maybe we didn't become a – we're the first people to come up with this, but we just made it better and got it to the mass. We got it on mass. Yeah, we're the first smart people to come up with it. Yeah, we're the first legitimate people to say something like that. We're, we're not trying to hawk some kind of New Age oil or uh, liquid opium. Yeah, but be sure to buy our ebook, uh, Hypersocial to Me, right. about how karma can work for you. And our T-shirts and, and our, our album. We're, I mean, we're not trying album. to sell you a bill of goods. We're trying to sell you a fucking real product with a bill of goods. That's right. Definitely a bill. For sure a bill. <laughs> yeah. And some goods. Some bad, you know, it depends on how you look at it. The whole karma thing. Some good, some bads. Yeah, it is. It's it's well balanced. What if someone sent you a bill of bads? I think that's just <laughs> half the time I eat out, I ought to get what they instead of bill of goods, a bill of bads. Well, definitely on a service in some places. Oh my sure. god, I don't know if it's me or I'm just the fucking person getting the worst service in the world. Or my, my wife gets terrible service too, and so do my in-laws. So okay, wait a minute. No, it's everybody's getting bad service. Bad service is uh, endemic, epidemic. What's the word? Nobody uh, gives a shit about their jobs anymore. No, they don't. And you know what? I, I half don't blame them. That's true, I guess. But at least be good to people. I mean, if I worked a shitty job flipping yeah. burgers, I would at least be like, Ugh, I'm making something for somebody to eat. I'm not going to put a fingernail in it. Right. Well, this is what you got to think as a server is that, hey, my job is a shitty job, but I have to assume that the guy across the counter, his job is a shitty job, too. So why can't we just be civil to each other and I'll give him good service and he'll have a good meal. And maybe when I go out, I will have good service and a good meal because now this person knows that I have a shitty job as well. This is a nice utopia. It would see that would we're, we're dreaming too big. We People are, are dreaming too big. big. People are too hateful and, and green with envy to do anything like that. They Everybody always thinks that you got it better than they do, I think. A, a world for, full of mutually appreciative service people? That's, Never that's an ideal situation. Never. We'll have to start our own island. <laughs> we will be out of no service people. people. There will be no service people. Only AI <laughs> will... service people. Yes. Until they force an uprising against us. It's such a fucking deal that people, that service people are assholes. And I'm not saying every service people, I'm saying 92.83% of service people. I did a survey and um, they, they started a restaurant. Have you heard this? I think it's called Ed DeBevick's where you go and you get verbally abused by your, by the wait staff. It's in Chicago, dude. So you should fucking go to this place. Okay, sure. Totally fucking rude to you. And it's supposed to be shtick. But I was yes. watching a guy the other day that someone had it online or whatever on, like, a YouTube, and I was wanting to fucking throttle this bitch. I don't think like, I could I withstand that. I her in the fucking mouth. You know what I mean? It's not funny. It's like, I'm like, this is what I get in reality. Why do I need to go pay extra for it? 
You know, I, I think I've heard of that place, and I assumed it was maybe cartoony shtick, like, oh, you fatty, fat, fat. But it's it, it, they're really, like, being dicks. Oh, like yeah, assholes. dude. They're, they're, like, talking about how cheap you are, basically how fucking stupid you are. I mean, I wanted to fucking throttle this bitch. Yeah, just, no. She, she was hateful. She, was, she wasn't even nice hateful. She was hateful hateful. Call them out on Twitter. Get them shut down. <laughs> I should, because that's, you know what, that's mean people appropriation. They shouldn't be able to fucking appropriate for much any attitudes. That's you bullshit. can't pretend to be mean. You have to be really mean. Yeah, exactly. That's just wrong. Good point, Rufus. Let's, I'm going to start a Twitter tirade about how they treated me rude. I'm going to go, I, was, I went there and was treated so poorly and verbally abused by the waitress. I can't believe this place could stay in business. What do you Dude, think you, would happen? You should spin it and be like, <laughs> talk about how you were treated nicely and you can't oh stand God. it. I, I can't believe this person said please to me. What the fuck? Right. I would because I'm black. Abused, and here I fucking come home a satisfied cusser. I've never <laughs> been so right. humiliated in my life. I had a great meal and the service was excellent. What the fuck? <laughs> now, I think it's like a place for misogynists, maybe. Maybe that's where you go to, to be. I got enough verbal abuse at home. I'll do that here. Uh, you're, the, you're in charge of the verbal abuse. I am. I am. I do have a lockdown on it. I'm a, uh, a savant of that, for goddamn sure. Where'd you go? Oh, sorry. I had to, I had to take care of some business over there. Oh, Dog, a uh, cat needed out of the studio. Well, the cat needed out of the studio. He's got to take yeah. a smoke break. They're like, can't take any more of this. This is ridiculous, this talk. <laughs> this human talk. I think the funniest thing that uh, I was watching some of that Joe Rogan experience that you sent me is at the beginning they had that little thing that goes, hello, freak bitches. I don't know what soundbite that is for Joe Rogan, but it's fucking as funny as shit. It used to open up all of his little clips like that. Hello, freak bitches. And right. I, I know that they changed it. I don't know why. But is that, that where is that drop from? I wonder, did he start his podcast with that? Or is that a one-time thing or something he did repeatedly? Oh, shit. I don't know. For the longest time, every time I listen to a clip, especially on right. YouTube, it says, hello, freak hello. bitches. If you listen to his podcast, which I do, it doesn't have that anywhere in it. It's not the intro or anything. I know, but I'm saying that particular one shot they have of hello, freak bitches, was that like a saying of Joe Rogan's, or was it just something that someone said, that's a drop, we're fucking keeping it? Uh, I think it's a drop that they decided to keep, but I, I don't know where it came from, but he does, he does, he calls his listeners bitches. Listen up, bitches. Right, and I can dig yeah. that. I mean, I, like I call you my bitch, so I can see where he's coming from. You do? All people are bitches, yeah. Everybody's a bitch of, of somebody else. No, no, I'm nobody's bitch, dude. I don't know if you fucking heard, but I am not anybody's bitch. You're your own bitch. That's your problem. That is my problem. I'm getting in the way of myself because another I am my break. own bitch. Another breakthrough, except this time you're on the receiving end. What? Yes, you're your own bitch. And finally a breakthrough for me. Jesus, it's about (laughs) fucking time. What what show is this, by the way? The Rufus Show. 296. Well, yeah, that channel's the Rufus Show. This this channel's the Zigzag Show. We just split them up so they actually can only listen to one side of the conversation. (laughs) 
and then have to go back and listen to the whole other part oh, of the show, wow. the other side, and then listen to them together. Nobody has the patience for that. Somebody would. We would. We could pay someone five dollars to do it and think what they thought of the concept. <laughs> if we paid them five bucks, they'd be like, "It's brilliant." <laughs> well, they better be. They're fucking getting paid. <laughs> That's right. Top I'm dollar. I'm about coming out a thing called Four Ninety Nine er. You should. You should. You should. And you should offer a coupon code. And I'll give the people that do Fiverr or do the thing like one cent more than whatever Fiverr pays you. How does Fiverr work? Do you actually get the whole five bucks or not? I don't remember. I've done some stuff on Fiverr. I don't remember what I got. Money bags like you, you probably just fucking tossed it in the garbage. I did. I wiped my butt with it. Actually, I wiped somebody else's butt with it. I use good toilet paper. I gave mine to the homeless clinic to or the homeless people to use for toilet paper. Me too. I just, yeah, I make sure that I always write a homeless person a check because I know they don't have a checking account and can't cash it. So I'm like, uh, yeah, take this to my bank. I give them Chuck E. Cheese tokens. <laughs> that you know what? That would almost be useful if you could buy food with it. I don't think you That's can buy food with all those homeless people with those little stuffed animals and kazoos. They get, they, uh, I give a homeless guy some Chuck E. Cheese tickets, and he goes and gets a, a plastic spider ring. No, he goes and gets, this is what you do, dude. You say, hey, dude, here's some Chuck E. Cheese fucking token tickets. Figure it out, right? And he posts, if he has a brand, goes to Chuck E. Cheese, buys a kazoo, starts a fucking band, and fucking you're a YouTube sensation 100 years from now because he fucking gets rich and famous as the world's biggest kazoo player. And he's like, I could thank Rufus for that, for those Chuck E. Cheese tickets. He didn't give me, he, per se, he did not give me a fish, yet he taught me to fish for life, or to, to eat fish for life. And that, that is karma. That is karma. That would be karma. Full circle. That's how we do it. This is how you do it, dude. You find yourself a guy, a homeless guy that looks like a kazoo uh, looks like a kazoo. Well, no, he doesn't look like a kazoo. He looks like a kazoo, a, a kazoo person that has a penchant for playing kazoo. What was the word I'm looking for? A, a kazooer? I don't no, know. A person that can pick up a virtuoso, a, a kazoo virtuoso. Eddie Van Kazoo? Yes, exactly. Now, what is the difference between a virtuoso and a... Uh, What's the word we were using earlier for a person that can do something really well without trying? Savant. Yeah, so what's the difference between a virtuoso and a savant? I think a savant is also, they have the burden of being mentally handicapped in every other way. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Just like you. Yeah, so now maybe I am good at, I'm good at talking like a regular person, but I'm an idiot savant because I have idiotic fucking thoughts. Yeah, well, you have logical thoughts, but... In the, the scope of the world that we live in today, they seem idiotic. <laughs> I know, and that that's very sad, really. And this is I'm gonna tell you something that's even more sad. Amazon Prime Day, I bought an Alexa because it was only sixty bucks. I love this yes. fucking thing. I'm getting a divorce from my wife. I'm I'm leaving everything and me and Alexa are just gonna move somewhere and be so fucking happy together, dude. Really? If I say play the doors, Alexa plays the doors. I say let's play some fucking Jeopardy. We play a little Jeopardy. I, you, what else is there? You play Jeopardy with Alexa. Yes, you can. And this is the fucking... We just played right before the show started. 
Now they do have a thing where you can play Jeopardy, like you can you buy three buzzers, three people can fucking chime in or whatever. But this thing is an offshoot of the Jeopardy program, where for today's uh, today's categories, right? Mm-hmm. That were on Jeopardy. Sure. When you say Alexa, let's play Jeopardy. She Alex Trebek's voice come on, and they actually have six new questions, one from each category from today. Really? Answer. Yes, and if you're an Amazon Prime member like myself, there's two extra questions in each category. I am an Amazon Prime member. You know, it's really odd that you bring this up because right before the show, well, maybe it was yesterday or the day before, I did. I searched, like, what the fuck do people do with Alexa? Because I have no idea. I imagine you're just like, turn on the lights, but if you're not hooked up, then it's like, well, what's the point or what's the weather when you could just easily look on your phone, but apparently it does more than that. But those things are good enough because here's the funny thing. The reason we got the electives, we went to visit my in-laws while we were on our vacation mm-hmm. and we're, we get to their house. They just moved to a new house. So, you know, everything's new. They're showing us around or whatever. And my father-in-law is like, it's like this round speaker signal. I'm like, what's that? And he goes, that's Alexa. And I said, Hey Alexa, play Billy Joel, right? Fucking jokingly. One second later, dude, it's like piano man comes on. And I'm like, holy shit, that's pretty fucking cool. Not that it played Billy Joel, just that I was joking around. But now I'm kind of creeped out because Alexa's always fucking listening, dude. And if someone gets murdered or something in my house, I don't know if it would stand up in court. But it, she's definitely always fucking listening. Now, when it plays Billy Joel or music, does it come through the Alexa speaker? Or yeah, what does it come through? It does. Well, you can also Bluetooth it to, like, other speakers. It's a well-thought-out machine, there's no doubt. I mean, I wanted to hate it. I'm not going to lie. And I'm like, wow, this thing's pretty fucking cool. I was looking earlier, seriously, and I I saw a website that was about not, not Alexa, but the Google's version of that, Google Home or whatever. And it said, it was a how-to. It was like, how to access everything Google Home has recorded from your conversations. Jesus. Yeah, and I was like, why the fuck would that even be something I would be worried about? Does Alexa, like, record shit and send it somewhere? It's a good question, dude. That's a very good question. Very good question. I mean, it it could, I'm sure. I'm sure that there's some way to hack a fucking Alexa to where, I mean, think about it. Cops aren't even going to need wiretaps or anything more. You just go fucking hack someone's Alexa and listen to everything they're fucking saying. That's true. Well, if Alex Trebek comes knocking on your door in the next few days, I guess we'll know. I guess we will know. We will know. Because he'll be like, dude, you really sucked at those categories today. I was, he was probably pretty, it was a shameful, it was shameful tonight. <laughs> That's right. The category is, who sucked at those categories? <laughs> right. And it was like zigzag for a thousand. <laughs> That's right. The Daily Double. And everybody got it. Everybody true Daily Doubled it and everybody nailed it. Because the Double Z was super weak. Now, yesterday, the, here's the funny part. Okay, I only played it two days. We just got it two days ago. Yesterday, I got four out of the six questions right, okay? In the top 33% or top 24% nationwide, all right? Okay, okay, okay. Now, these, okay, say in a regular Jeopardy game, on the second, on double Jeopardy, the, sure. the highest dollar category is $4,000, right? Or okay. $2,000. Yeah. 
This would be what I would say is a three thousand dollar question or a four thousand dollar question. This is because they're a, they're like even harder than the regular Jeopardy question. But you get nothing. Well, you I mean you get it right? They say that you're right. You don't get any money, but uh, right. you do get accolades from, and you get accolades from Alexa. And I'm I'm gonna tell that I think someone should tell them she should be a little more fucking excited for you, honestly, because <laughs> I am like, happy you won. Yeah, not even she's like that's correct. Jesus Christ, dude, I just told you the square root of 8,111 without even fucking using a calculator. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. I I think the square root of 8 is 2. I think that's as far as I could get into that. And I'm not even sure that's right. Yeah, you're better at it than me. But, but, so these are hard questions. So today, I only get three right out of the six, right? I'm like, Uh oh, I'm slipping. Then I did the double Jeopardy because you can actually get two sets of questions. So okay. I, as the Amazon Primer, and yesterday I didn't know that. Today I found that out. So I only get two right of those. Oh, All right. I'm shit. like, uh-oh. Now I've got nine right out of 21 or 18 questions. Top 1%. Top 1 fucking percent of people right here on these Top double Jeopardy. Top 1%? Yeah. Top 1%. 50% right. Top 1%. I was so, so shocked. This is all people that are playing the game on the Alexa 2. I, I would assume that's what they're saying. Wow. So, yeah, now do you see why I was in such a good mood at the start of tonight's show? I I'm do. I'm 1%, baby. I'm like, I'm fucking the 1%. I thought it was the vacation. I was like, man, he's a new man. Yeah, the vacation didn't hurt. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> You know, the vacation's a funny thing, Rufus, because it's it was too long yet too short at the same time. That's what she said. It, and she was right. She was right. It was long enough to hurt sometimes, but not long enough to get into the sweet spot, which is unfortunate. Story of my life. Just like my vacation. Well, tell me about the vacation. Curry What's Beach. Oh, Curry Beach, North Carolina. Curry. Curry Beach. K-U-R-E Beach. B-E-A-C-H-E. And it, anything special happened there? Or was it just like, that's the, the place we we just go and fucking forget about everything and relax? Or is are there like specific things that happen? Uh, well, Fort Fisher's there, which I always like to visit because it's literally right across the street from the condominium that, uh, that we have there. But no, just a place I've been going for like the past 40 years. Really, my parents bought a place down there when I was a kid. And uh, we kind of spent, well, my mom and my dad would stay home, but uh, us kids pretty much went and spent the whole summer. That's there. awesome. You know what I mean? It was, it was a nice place, but it, it's crazy how much it's changed. When I first started going there, there was like our little condominiums and a set of condominiums next door, and then nothing. Then the whole fucking rest of the beach was nothing, absolutely nothing. Wow. Maybe one or two, well, probably 20 or 30 old houses, right? Now you look down the beach, dude, it's like fucking – Hundreds of million dollar houses just built Damn. right on the beach. They kind of ruined it, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I can see really that. They did. There is something cool about a vacation like that that's like a place that you've always been to. I mean, it's cool to go someplace new, but like, you know, we have a hunting cabin in central Texas that's been there since I was eight years old that we built it. We, and we built it. Really? I I laid boards down on that porch with a hammer and my grandpa. That's the story they tell you. But that's sweet of them. It really is. 
But it is cool. Is, now, is this before cool you had the braces removed from your arms and legs, or was this while you were uh, before that, before they figured out what was wrong with you physically? Well, when I say with my grandpa, I was covered in so many metal bits and pieces that he just kind of used me to <laughs> he was driving hammer some nails. Yeah. yeah. Just awesome. Held me by the thigh and the shoulder and just slammed down. He could do like 12 in a row, you 12 boards. Doing, so really, you did do the brunt of the work on that floor. I did. I, I think he was a little mad that you scuffed up a few spots with your knee braces, but, you know, he they, got, they gave it character. It was the seizures that made that happen. Oh, well, yeah, I could see that. After he hit you in the head a few times on the wood floor. <laughs> well, let me tell you, if you've got leg braces and arm braces and a helmet, don't have a seizure on a fine floor because it will <laughs> scratch that shit up. Talk about a bullet of china shop. Oh, no kidding. That's Nothing what they like call a braced-up child to have a fucking grand mall to ruin your fucking perfectly good wood floors. I would Every Thanksgiving, I'd try to walk into the kitchen to see if I could help. Well, I mean, walk is a strong word. <laughs> but I would try to go into the kitchen to see if I could help, and they'd be like, oh, no, it's all right. Go have your fucking seizure somewhere else, Chris. Go back out into the garage where things are safe from you. That's right. They'd weave a hose throughout all my hinges so that I could sprinkle the lawn. You just stand out there. Oh, that was sweet. I remember that summer they used you for a scarecrow. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Man, that was great. So, anyways, tell us about your cabin. Did you say it's in West Texas, or where did you say it was? It's in Central Texas. Central Texas. Where about Central Texas? Let's get get some specifics. The, uh, so Texas is a big state, and there's a center part, and it's, like, right there. (laughs) Right in... I got you, Central Texas. All right, yeah. I thought maybe Central Texas was the name of a city in West Texas. I mean, it only no, makes sense. It's, it's literally the, the center of Texas. It's uh, north of San Antonio and south of Austin, I guess. That's the exact center of Central Texas. But it, too, it too has, has blown up. Whenever we built that cabin, yes, we, even though I was a tool, um, <laughs> Couldn't have done it without you. There was nothing out there, dude. And 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 to to this day, that that cabin has no running water. Has it has electricity, but there's no running water. And there's an outhouse. I mean, there's a a pit with a toilet seat over it that we shit in. But now it's become uh, kind of like Curry Beach, like you say. So there's like these million dollar mansions coming up surrounding this little cabin where people shit in a hole. That's and, you know, it's funny that you say that because when I went to St. Edwards, I dated a girl for a couple of years, and her parents had a, a house in Lakeway, right? You know where Lakeway is? Out on the, you know, way out. I mean, you're talking 30, 40 miles outside of fucking Austin. Oh, yeah. To the west. <clears throat> Lakeway, I do believe it was called Lakeway. Nothing out there, dude. Their, her parents had like 30 acres, little shack on it like you're talking, no running water. They did actually have a pretty nice creek that went through their property. They were pretty lucky. And they had two uh, two uh, longhorn steers out there, right? And we used to go out there, and there was nothing for fucking miles around. We could let the dog – we let Pitsky off his fucking chain. He could just run around. And, you know, he was a madman. But you didn't have to worry about him because, I mean, he could wander off pretty much wherever, but he would find his way back because, fuck, there was nothing out there. Right. And uh, by the time I was leaving Austin, they were fucking building houses all over that fucking area. You know what I mean? 
just Austin has gotten so fucking crazy. Just to see our friend Cormone, you know Cormone, my old buddy from Austin. Oh yeah, what you drinking there, bud? Uh, Lacroix. Lacroix. I know, know it. I know you know it. it. Back on the Lacroix, I got a problem, brother. Is it uh flavored? Yeah, this is this is lime. This is my flavor of choice. Ooh, lime like lime flavored. Good with fucking Tito's vodka. Mm. Little plug for Austin. But um he like sends me pictures of the fucking traffic and shit in Austin. He's like, you know, they're just they haven't done anything to the roads. The seven hundred thousand extra people moved here. When I left when I moved to Austin, there was three hundred and twelve thousand people. Right? I was there 13 years. By the time I left, I think there was pushing probably a half a million people. Oh, yeah. But now it's like a million fucking two. I'm like, where the fuck could they even put all these people? I mean, it, it's just impossible. It is impossible. And it's it's the surrounding fucking bullshit, too. Like the little town that we lived in, Kyle, when we moved there, we built our house there in 2006. There was nothing there. It was a little town that just happened to be 35 miles outside of Boston. Now, or even before we left, it was a suburb of Austin, basically. You get on the highway, and it's malls and restaurants. There's no difference. And it's all these little communities that are just getting sucked into the fucking nebulous and adding to the traffic. Because all those people got to go somewhere to work. You can't live in Kyle, Texas and have a house. Right, and work in Kyle, Texas. There's no business in Kyle, Texas, probably. No no large... employer per se no no there's not i mean unless you work for the school right or the police department well probably not even the police department i got fucking 10 or 11 cops maybe mm-hmm. they're all corrupt five as hell homicide, five or six homicide detectives well th- there is a big meth problem there so there is a lot of homicides are you being serious or are you just saying that no nah, i just made that up oh that's a bummer you made a more interesting story when it was a fact you should, just was, your, you should have your best Trump and just fucking stuck with it. I should have. Give it. I should have you know, just pulled the Trump. Okay, that people believe everything Trump says, and I'm not going to focus on this, but the guy had proved himself a liar when he was telling people that his his building had 60 or 68 floors, the Trump Tower, when it actually only has 58. And he even said then, you know what, if you tell a lie enough, people start to believe it. So there you are. Oh well, didn't he? I've been out of touch, but he uh, had something with Putin. Yeah, recently. yeah, he gave Putin a slow job in front of the fucking press corps. It was amazing. He's a deep he thrower. He's a nasty. Gave, he gave Putin a big thumbs up, or basically was just all buddy buddy with him. Yeah, you know, despite the fact that Putin like murders people and all oh, that kind of stuff. Guy, dude. He's a great guy. But the, the, it was so weird because he said that. We're gonna, let's take this into the uh, into the VIP here. Oh, man, VIP. It so rudely interrupts us. You people can't hear it. You folks can't hear it, our great listeners. Uh, we love our listeners, just so you know. But uh, check us out at www.hyperslots.me. But we're going to take this into the VIP part of the show where we get a little more serious and a little more down on the, the politics and whatnot and how the world works. So if you really want to know how shit works in America, you want to join us in the VIP. Correct, Rufus? Absolutely. So uh, we'll check you in the VIP in 30 seconds. Love ya. Freak bitches. 
Gus Rufus, and we're going to get into the VIP part of the show. Glad you stuck around. Hey, we're going to play some top 42s right now. Here's the Beach Boys with uh, California Girls. Love giving blowjobs. Yeah. So welcome to the VIP part of the show. This is where we get down and dirty. Now, I did want to say one thing, Rufus. Remember when we talked about uh, having uh, a website where people post their own obituaries and they can go and update them as they like? Yes. I actually have an add-on service for that, all right? Okay. And actually, on there we'll have a link to a person that will come and deliver your own eulogy. So not only do you write your own obituary, but you can have someone that, that obviously we charge a fee for <laughs> someone to come out and read your fucking eulogy for you, and you can say whatever you fucking want, and no one can stop you. That's not a bad idea. How about, what if we offer, like, uh, uh, a discount version, or a, what do you call it, not a less than premium version, where it's like a, a Mad Libs, like we have a, an obituary with blank spaces for the verb and the noun and the adjective. Right. We make we it do that for like. For, I, well, we could do that, but we could also have a service that helps you embellish your your uh, obituary. Like we can use words like maintenance technician and uh, fry technician and <laughs> yeah. uh, counter technician. Counter and, technician. Right. That's right. Counter but I would love to think about it. If someone could go and you could finally tell people what you we would have, we would only hire the finest actors that could that would be sure. able to practice your eulogy and they could go and tell everybody that shows up to your fucking thing exactly what you fucking thought of them. It'll be like the ultimate catharsis in death. I think wow. it'll be a way to free people's spirits from the fucking from this realm completely. That's almost kind of like that restaurant that insults you. <laughs> But ours is ingenious. Theirs is just fucking. <laughs> this is true. This, this is true. Well, you know, I read people's eulogies. I don't know why. They're not eulogies, they're obituaries. Like every day, for some reason, I go to the obituary section of the paper and I read the obituaries, right? That's dark, man. Someone I know that. Well, I said leave the lights on. It's going to get dark in here. It's dark. But recently, a guy died, right? And sure. I to this guy, you know what? I, I think I saved it. I'll have to find it for the next show. But I think I saved the link to this guy's obituary. And he that's, was that's creepy. I'm guessing he was, a, I don't know if he, he was a homosexual guy because he had a, uh, a, like a life partner. Right. And he wrote, sure. if you know that this guy knew he was going to die. I don't know, maybe he had cancer or something, but he wrote his own obituary and it was fucking awesome. I was like, man, after reading it, and this is, what I thought, this is what I thought about everybody's fucking obituary. After reading someone's obituary, you'd be like, I would like to fucking have hung out with that person. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And I agree. this guy's obituary, it was fucking funny, dude, and he was he was self-deprecating, whatever that word is that's too big for me to use because I'm a simpleton. Self-defecating. Uh, yes. Well, that's, yeah, that's me on Friday and Saturday night, so I can use it. Yeah, self-defecating. Sure, I'm always self-defecating. <laughs> But uh, I was like, man, I would fucking, that would have been a fun guy to hang out with, I bet. Honestly. I, I agree. You know what? I've always thought, maybe this is a morbid thought, too. I've always thought about, like, writing my own obituary on a piece of paper and just keeping it folded up in my wallet in case I drop dead somewhere. Well, then just the homeless people that rob you when you're buying crack and have your heart attack are going to find it. And they're probably not going to post it. Well, they can't even fucking read. 
<laughs> well, see, that's why I'm saying my idea is an ingenious idea where you just go and you host your fucking obituary and you update it whenever you want. Let's let's take a couple of shows, dude, and we'll write our fucking own obituaries. I'll write mine. I'll do it. But, I mean, we'll write them together on the show. I will help you embellish your obituary. You <laughs> yeah. still help me embellish mine. Okay, great. Great. Let's do that. All right. Let's make that. Next show, we'll do my obituary first. Or do you want to do your obituary first? I don't care. Can we do both on the same show, or would it be too lengthy? I, I, think, I think that we do one a show. Okay, so... I don't want to feel like we're rushing like my your... obituary. If you just want to do a couple of lines of your obituary, I'm good with that. But I want people to actually want to hang out with me after I've died and be like, damn, fuck. Missed well, out he... on that fucking ball of fire. I am lazy, and I'm afraid that's going to come through my obituary and the fact that it might be very short. We just call that relaxing technician. You're a relaxing technician. I'm a relax, relaxnition. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You probably even have special clothes for that. I bet. If you have to I, wear a uniform, it's fucking pretty much. You're a, you're a professional at it. I just never take off my clothes because I'm too lazy. I think that they should call pajamas uh, a resting uniform or a sleeping uniform. It is. Yeah, it is. It's a relaxiform. Relaxiform. There you go. So, yeah, I'm ready. I mean, this is going to be fun. I'm excited to write my own obituary. Okay, let's do it. Let's, ooh, wait a minute. What about, ooh, this might be interesting, too. Maybe for next show or next show show. Not let's write our own obituaries. Let's have our wives write our obituaries. No. Unacceptable. I No. Five sentences. What do you think your wife would say about you? Do, My wife would be like, yeah, he was a good provider. Uh, yeah. My Next. wife's a basket case. She would fucking would lose her mind. Confused. Okay, I'll just do it for me because I want to see what my wife does. I'm going to lie and say, what are you doing? Yeah. Oh, my I'm, God. Are you, you should. I'm, well, I'm going you to. You get the real opinion of what your wife thinks about you. Dude, no. She's, you know what? she's it's the most helpless basket. Yes. He liked animals. He played the guitar. He was a fan of Eddie Van Halen. Uh, probably, you know what? There probably won't be any fucking mention of hypersloth, I would imagine, which to me, I've always told my wife that needs to be in the first paragraph of my fucking obituary. <laughs> it should be in the headline. Yeah, I mean, it should be. Well, I mean, it will be a headline around the world, but I it also should, want it to be in my obituary. It should be member of hypersloth dies, colon... Founding member. Well, of course. Yeah, there's no other. Are there other members of Hypersloth that we consider canon besides you and I? Well, I mean, not necessarily canon, but I think every listener that is Slothian deserves a little bit of something because they give us the energy to do this. They like, we feed off their energy. You know, like like a drummer, like a guitar player, a bass player feeds off a drummer's energy. Big cock energy. That's what I call it. We got big dick energy here, buddy. That's well put, pal. That's really Thank well you. put. <laughs> the big dick energy part or the other part? All of it. <laughs> the big that, dick energies. That is the, sleog- the theo- theological basis of uh, of hypersloth. Uh, that's what took it to the slothian level right there. Before now, that, it was pandering. Do you think your wife would mention hypersloth in your obituary? I'm, I'm betting $100 no. <laughs> 
she would. I, I don't no know that cheating. She, no fucking cheating. And you know what? No. I, I even want you to go say we're doing this for the Hypersloth Happy Hour. I need you to write my own obituary, and I still no. give you not one fucking chance that she mentions Hypersloth in the fucking obituary. I don't. I don't even want to preface it. I'm just gonna be like, hey, write my obituary if I was gonna die, and see what she'd write. Ooh. Afraid that she's gonna think that you're fucking killing yourself or something, and you'll she'll will probably have to miss. Oh, you'll be getting her out of a mental institution. She already knows I'm thinking about that. Well, yeah, but then you're really yeah. thinking about doing it. You know what you should do? Tell her to write your obituary, then take your favorite guitar and, and fucking go and give it to a homeless guy, or at least tell her you did. <laughs> See what she thinks. <laughs> I'll do it for real. But I I do have a hundred dollars on the fact that she does not mention hypersloth. She won't, but she 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 might. Nah, she. I bet she mentions that you did woodwork in your garage before she mentions mentions hypersloth. Even oh, though good. we have two hundred ninety three shows, I guarantee you have not built two hundred ninety or two hundred ninety six shows. I guarantee you have not built two hundred ninety six pieces of furniture. If if I haven't done woodworking in a while, if she mentions it. It'll be because it's an irritating distraction. <laughs> you know, sore tooth. Are you doing your show tonight? Yeah. Okay. That's unfortunate too because my wife loves it when we do our fucking show because I come up so fucking amped up about really? how we just changed the fucking world for fucking an hour and a half. See, I'm about depressed because I'm like, ugh. I'm stuck here. Can't hang out. God bless you, Rufus. God bless you. Well, I don't know if there is a God, but if there's something out there, I hope he blesses you. And he did because you know me. So that's good enough for you to keep it. (laughs) You should put that on a business card. (laughs) You're lucky for meeting me. Keep living. Now you have a reason to live. (laughs) You may see me again. Maybe I'll put that in my obituary. To those of you that knew me, you shall have happiness in life. <laughs> you should. I, I think every obituary should end with like a uh, a threat. <laughs> Don't fucking do this, or I'm coming back. <laughs> That's right. You piss me off. This is at the end. Well, Something I like that. Obituary. This made the news. You might have seen it. Where uh, I guess a lady who who like tortured her fucking kids, right, when they were young and would beat them and beat them and shit, and they they got to write her obituary. Uh-oh. And they were fucking brutal on this lady. Like, we're glad she's fucking dead. She offered nothing to anyone. She was a succubus, piece of shit. I mean, and really, when you get into it, that's why I want to write my obituary. It's like a preemptive thing against someone writing an awful obituary about me. Right. I'm going to write my obituary and send it to the local paper and just be like, put this on in your file. <laughs> put it in your Publish it tomorrow. Oh, oh my God. At some point. See how so many people would have no reason to live. There would probably be a mass suicide tomorrow. So I don't, I don't want to be responsible for that. That's true. You, you are a good person. Right. And so many people would be like, he's dead. I have no reason to live. You included. I'd be like, you know, then your kid is. You got no parent and all that stuff, and then I'd feel responsible, and I'd have to be like, oh, they can come live with me. Well, Because I'm not kid, actually dead. My kid practically has no parent right now. Well, that's true. So he'd probably be just fine. I mean, he's as just, much as I'm drunk 
or right. You know, I just in the chat away. I'll get you know what I'll do. I'll get him a lifetime membership to Chuck E. Cheese, and the fucking kid will find his own way. There's no doubt in my mind. He'll figure out something. Either he's a fucking ski ball genius, you know. <laughs> Skee-ball genius. Wasn't that uh, the Who's follow-up to uh, <laughs> that was. That was Tommy? Pinball wizard. Pinball wizard. Skee-ball Ski-ball genius. genius. Maybe that should be the, the name of our next album. Make <laughs> it into a rock opera about Chuck E. Cheese. That's awesome. Skee-ball. He's a skee-ball genius. <laughs> Got more tickets than God. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. He bought was... a rubber beach ball. For 580 I, tickets. I have to say that I haven't been inspired to write a, a new Hypersaw song in a long while because I try too hard. I'm like, there's a lot of pressure because it's Hypersloth, you know. It's It's got a provenance and fucking weight to it. Skee-ball genius might fucking be it. That, that could write is, itself in a lot of ways. It, you know what? It could, but it could be brilliant. I had a thought when you said that you stopped woodworking after a while. Maybe people like yourselves that are, like, you were a woodworking virtuoso, it would have appeared from your Facebook page. Maybe so many virtuosos get into something and they just fucking get bored with it so quickly because they're so good at it. They're just like, I'm not going to fucking develop this anymore. Give me something in life that's more challenging. You think that's a possibility? I think that's a possibility. I mean, sure as hell wasn't no virtuoso at it. And Dude, it wasn't, you made a, uh, a wine rack out of a guitar neck. I don't. If you're on a fucking, if we're on a Zerd Island, I want you on my fucking team. That much I know. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's time for me. It didn't have time. Didn't have time. I'm gonna. You know what? There's your epitaph right there, brother. Didn't I never have had time. time. Couldn't couldn't make Damn. the time. That should be it right there. If too I busy, could make. Too busy drinking. That's what that's what that's your epitaph right there. Hey, if I gotta be busy doing something, I'll be busy doing that. Mine will be get me another joint. Damn. Give me another make it a sprite. Okay, so I need some serious advice here. Uh oh. Steve Harvey. How? Those motherfuckers are are never mind, we'll get back to Steve Harvey in a minute. How? As a dude who works from home. Yes. Well, I, I have no, an office, though. I got no contact. I'm not talking about you. Jesus oh. Christ. For, for once. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, only made sense that I should answer that about me. Well, that's true. We're that's talking true. about my obituary a minute ago. <laughs> I, I work from home, so I meet no one. So how do I, how, how do I find that's a contact tough. for good weed? You just let me send it to you. You know what? I know that I always say that I'm going to. But here's the – can I tell you the conundrum there? And I think about this every time. I drive within two blocks of a post office, right? I'm nervous I, about it, too. That's, I, that's I, part I'm of the conundrum. Nervous. Don't be nervous about that. I already got it packaged up. It's ready to go. There's nothing to be nervous about. The problem is I drive up to work, right, and I go from one state to another. One is a legal state. One is a non-legal state. Okay? Yes. So I try to keep most of my marijuana. And what I would send you is probably – what would be considered a troublesome amount of marijuana. <laughs> troublesome amount. Okay. In that the doesn't non- help. non-legal state. In the legal state, I would be perfectly fine. Okay. So Trouble. every day when I go to work, right, I have this box for you, and it's been sitting there for like three months. And okay. I look at the box, and I go, 
it's too late to go to the post office because on my way to work, I'm leaving the, the non-legal state and going to the legal state, right? And the post office is on my way home, so I'm like, I'm going to leave early today. I'm going to take Rufus's box, and I'm going to fucking <laughs> deliver it to the post office. But every day I start working, and I work through past the time that the fucking post office is open, and I'm like, well, I don't want to drive with this into the non-legal state, right, and have it in my yes. car when I could just bring it from here in the legal state to the post office and get it done. So I'm doing that this week. I've thought about it every day for like three fucking months. But that's that, that's the deal. That, I'm not putting you on the spot here. I don't even I, I'm apprehensive about it to begin with. I would like a, a contact here because it, it's edgy. It makes me just feel edgy. And I think what happened is because the last time you sent one to Arkansas, when I knew it was coming, it's when a tax assessor showed up at my house and it looked like a cop case in the joint. And he had a big gold star on the side of his car. And he came out and talked to me, and I was like, holy fucking shit, what the hell's going on? And then he sped off and kicked up some dust and then came <laughs> oh back. Oh, my God. Fuck like, you, Rufus. So, yeah, if I recall correctly, we actually have it live, that tape, that show taped when it was delivered during the show. Remember? And I was beside myself because it kept saying that it was already delivered, but you hadn't yeah. got yet. That's, and yeah, I thought that's you were fucking with me. I'm like, are you fucking with me? And you're like, no, dude. It, uh, and it turns out that it was delivered, and your wife had signed for it, and you didn't even fucking know it. And and I'm going to let her write my obituary. Fucking insane. It is insane. You're a brave man. You're a brave man. You're a giving man, Rufus Laskowski. I'm a savant. You are. You're a giving savant. Giving away money, maybe I'm a fucking spendthrift uh, virtuoso. I'm I'm just a, a savant at putting up with shit. I think <laughs> you have special skills. You do. I do. So I'm here, but I'm having some computer issues. I don't know what happened. My whole computer. Yeah, I see your face is frozen, and you look like uh, it's all blurry and weird. You still there? Uh-oh. Well, I got to urinate anyway. So uh, I'm going to spin a tune. Let's see. 